Hello, <laughs> and welcome to a really, 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 really exciting episode of the Music Shack with both Ray. Hi, <laughs> and, <laughs> and Jack. Hi. Um, we are um, this, we're a couple of days off of this announcement with um, but we've had a lot of time to like just freak out and um, be freak really out, excited yes. and clown and everything like that. All the all good under the sun. What we always usually do. Um, but we we are living. We're living life. We're having fun. We got a new announcement for a new album. A new album. I'm so excited. <laughs> Duh. I, I'm, I cannot believe. Like I did not believe that Taylor was going to announce something at the Grammys, and then like all hell broke loose that day <laughs> when she made her picture black and white, and then the website broke down. And then it said, like, red herring on the website. So everyone was like, oh, my God, are we not getting Rep TV? Yeah. Because everybody thought it was Rep TV. I'm, like, so shocked it wasn't Rep TV, to be honest. Because a part of the code as well was to do if it said 321 in it, which was 21, mm-hmm. 21st of March, which was the day that they caught, like, the logs got, like, re- released for the Kanye and Kim and, and that situation call. So there was so much mm-hmm. point into Rep, but the red herring part was like the thing that everybody was sort of like really unsure about and like really freaking out about because that was like the thing that. And now really we know what up. it was. <laughs> yeah, and now we know our release schedule. Apparently, <laughs> new album, two re-recordings, new album, but obviously that ends after like pretty much the next two re-recordings mm-hmm. anyway. But um, yeah, that happened. It doesn't really feel real, but um, it happened at the Grammys. Um, so we were really sure that we were getting something we all genuinely thought it was rep tv um and then she came and she was in an outfit that wasn't rep tv vibes at all mm-hmm. um so we were a little bit confused and then she won her 13th grammy with pop, best pop vocal album yeah um so she won her 13th grammy with that and her speech was like um i've been keeping the secret for two years might i add two years we've known two. this well we've not known this she's known this um and that it was going to be released on... 19th of April. And um, it was called The Tortured Poets Department. And um, once she got off stage... She... Which is insane. Oh, it's insane. It's very insane. And she got off stage and she posted the album cover. And we had all so many theories and so many thingies about what this was going to be. Um, but there's we'll get to them in a second. We need to go over some other stuff first. Yeah, I'm like... I was so shocked when... when when it happened like brand new freaking album i'm so excited um i wasn't like when she first said the tortured poets department like i was like oh is it gonna be like a folk folklore evermore style album obviously yeah. we don't know what it's gonna be like but i mean that's like poetry but also once we get to the track list we have like featuring post malone which implies more of like a poppy vibe to this album so we'll see i think we're gonna get a mix of both to be honest i'm really here for it some sad songs some really poetry like driven stuff which is like my jam but she's been like really focused on like poets and like mentioning like poetry and poets and everything like especially with the like the lakes is like one of the release the recent like sort Mm -hmm. of like references we've had to it um and I don't know when. Oh, I just don't know the vibe. The colors, the album are like very, very interesting. Like the comparisons to like other albums is just. I don't. There's so much to it, but there's um, seventeen tracks on this, 
Um, if you want to run through them, Ray, and we can go through that first. Yeah, so the track list, she posted it the day after. Um, oh, like yeah. Before we go through the track list, I think. She posted the day after the announcement. She literally just posted a heart April 19th and then posted <sighs> the picture. And it's really upsetting because, you know, obviously with Midnight's, we got Midnight's Mayhem with me. You know, when track lists aren't leaked, we usually get, Taylor usually gives us like something fun to figure it out. And I presume we would have got the same with this. I mean, like, look at what happened with Speak Now um, as well. Yeah. And this one, she didn't even like say anything about the album. She just put a fucking heart, which usually she'll, like, when she releases the track list, she'll give like a little bit of a, of a, um, a, a paragraph on, on what the album is about but this she didn't i think she was just upset like there was theories that like she has there's 16 tracks and like 17 shows until um the album comes out so that like she would release one track name at every show which i think would have been so fun if oh, that's what she did stop. um and like i just I, I honestly have a feeling that might have been what what she was going to do, which would have been so much fun. I'm, like, so <laughs> depressed. It's so so if you... See, I'm just begging you, like, this leak was on TikTok. I honestly had no idea no, about I the had leak. None. But, yeah. like, until, until after she posted the track list and I saw people being like, oh, my God, this is what happens when you leak shit. And I was like, oh, something got leaked. Like, well, like I was kind of, like, confused why she posted it, but then saw the leak stuff and it made sense but like if you see a leak do not repost it do not talk about it yeah if you see a leak like just don't contribute to it at all if you see it on tiktok just skip past the video report it i beg you report it i really hope the person who started this gets sued because fuck that person like genuinely like you ruin all of our fun and i hate it just people think they're like people do it for clout as well so they do it for clout and they get these clicks and they're like oh this is so good but then they laugh nobody goes back because nobody gives a shit about the person they just give a shit about the release and like the information it's just stupid so it's like what's the what is the clout for to ruin our fun and just uh, i don't know i i hope they get it's, like to, it's yeah. so frustrating yeah they they are like they gain literally nothing and we lose so much and it's like this is why we love taylor because she does fun things like you know when to release albums and shit but i and easter eggs but we didn't get any of that with this and it's just so upsetting and i i hate the people who who did this um but let's get into talking about the track list since we have it we can talk about it um so the first track was Fortnite featuring Post Malone. Not to be confused with the popular video game Fortnite. No, it this is, is a collaboration. Fortnite. I said, yeah, it's going to be on Fortnite Festival. Right? Yeah, I'm so excited. I can't wait to see everybody flossing <laughs> and like taking the L to this dance. Stop. You know, this song. Then we have the the Tortured Poets Department. So title track name. Um, we have My Boy Only Breaks His Favorite Toys. We have Down Bad. We have Track 5, So Long London. We have six, Track 6, 
but daddy i love him we have fresh out the slammer we have florida with three exclamation marks with florence <laughs> in the machine we have guilty of sin we have who's afraid of little old me we have i can fix him in brackets no really i can't we have loml love of my life we have i can do it with a broken heart the smallest man who ever lived the alchemy claire bow and then the bonus track the manuscript jack which songs on here are you most excited for just by the names and like what do you think the vibe's gonna be firstly taylor just really said you just need to have some very long arms to uh, to <laughs> have all these friendship bracelets for all these songs um <laughs> i i don't i'm really i love london and i love everything to do with it so i'm all instantly driven and plus it's track five so i'm instantly driven to that i really don't know the vibes of my old my boy only breaks his favorite toys i think this is that if this is done and this is if this album is about the one we think it's about and there's specific moments that are like break, broken down within these songs this could resemble like sort of like a very crucial point where like sort of yeah like not going to into it too much like this could like all these tracks are obviously like meaning something and um, so if it is like when we get it and if it does relate to this sort of topic then this could be a good song um i think the but daddy i love him is going to be sad because i think it's going to be like this is this might be one of those songs where it's like a conversation not a conversation but the song is about a conversation had about the fact that she he she's been told to leave by all these people but she like really just isn't in the space to leave yet um and love of my life is um gonna be rough i think because we really mm -hmm. i think we all as much as taylor at the time really thought that that joe was the last one um and love of my life i think is just gonna gonna hit but i hope it's not all sad and i hope it like changes halfway and is like a different vibe as well but what about you yeah i think the tracks are interesting i think i when i first read the track list i thought this is gonna give like very the good witch similar storyline to the good witch which okay. we talked about yeah um when which is like it starts with like a really upsetting heartbreak and like i love this guy i can't leave him like want you back kind of vibes but like i i but i i, I need to and then it's gonna like kind of slowly switch to like a recovery arc in terms of like a i'm okay like i can do this like like i can do this with a broken heart and it's gonna switch to like you know i'm better than you a little bit of female rage in there <laughs> um and then that's it like i think i think that this jack was being very like not very blunt about it but i'm gonna be very blunt about it this song is definitely like this album is definitely about joe i mean we we um saw on social media i'm sure everyone did that um joe and paul and a bunch of their friends had a group chat called the tortured man's department um so taylor decided to make an album called the tortured poems department which is clearly like a fucking job at that and um obviously so long london's obviously about joe i'm curious to what down bad is about like very curious do you think it's about or like um, wanting like genuinely just wanting like love from him but he just wasn't it could be about um, Maddie, like, rebound. <laughs> oh. Because 
I would, like, she said that this has been a secret for two years, and, like, people are like, oh, You're Losing Me was written two years ago, so, like, we're gonna get similar tracks to that, but I, I assume that she started this album two years ago, and then kind of finished it, like, right when we were seeing her go to the studio a lot, like, um, you know, near the uh, first half of the U.S. tour. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of stopped going to the studio randomly. <laughs> I, I just feel bad for... No, I don't... I don't. The th- thing is, we don't really know how bad Joe was until we he- see these things. Until we hear them, I think yeah. all we know from Joe is that he just... He wasn't ready for, like, the amount of exposure that Taylor has to deal with. Oh, yeah. And, like, that's also not always a bad thing like as people are in like different areas of their life and they also are comfortable with certain things and that's just something he wasn't comfortable with but you also don't pull anybody back while you're not feeling like that so that's also bad because obviously taylor was like quite reserved during that time as well um but we knew midnight's after a little bit was like a we kind of established it as a breakup album and um, with certain songs but Joe was probably like, oh yeah, no, I don't. Do you not think it was? I don't think it was a break. Really? I think like I think, I think that you can see in the album that there were signs of, um, like there were signs of like their relationship breaking in some of the songs. But I would say that this is going to be a breakup album. Like that was a like just a, an album of I. I can't even tell you what Midnight's is, which is why it's so insane to me that it won album of the year. But, like, it it doesn't have a very cohesive theme. No, that um, that's part of its fair. I think we should, see, when you're back, we should do a, 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 an episode where we try and figure out what Midnight's is. Because I think there's a lot of, like, deep-seated lyrics about it that could possibly refer it to being a breakup album. Yeah, I think it's interesting. I think... Um, yeah, we'll see. I think I think this is really going to be a breakup. Oh yeah, this is we'll Joe's see. Joe's going to be shaken. <laughs> the nicest oh, way yeah. possible. And I mean, um, like Florida's interesting because Florida was like the first shows that she played after the news came out about the breakup. Um, but Daddy, I love him. Um, a bunch of people are saying um, it's reference to Ariel and the Little Mermaid because she gave up her voice to be with mm, the man she loved. Okay, yeah. Um, and then, um, oh my God, wait. And then we have, what? But so, <laughs> sorry, I just look at this, the tracks. So like, but daddy, I love him is like the sort of last point where she's like given up, like obviously for the longest time she's given, like pretty much gave up her voice for him. Right. And then fresh out the slammer yeah. is the end of the relationship. Cause she's finally free. Florida. So, like, we're seeing, like, this is, like, the full, like, cohesive timeline of, like, from, like, yeah. so the Tortured Poets Department will probably be around from when he mentioned the group chat or, like, when that thing was around yeah. then. So, we're going to see, like, a full-on, like, so I wonder how, how present Manuscript is and how, like, like, is Clara Bow. And I feel like, I feel like the Manuscript is going to, like, be, like, the, the, the bow that ties it all around and, like her looking back on the whole situation almost this is like this is so much because joe like we genuinely thought joe was the last one and like there's so much that we don't know from the breakup and from the situation so like this is going to be like this is going to be i actually think that yeah i also think that like 
I think I think you're so right that that's gonna be it's gonna be like in I'm talking about the Good Witch because I think that the Good Witch has a very similar album yeah. structure to what we're predicting this will be. But I think it's gonna be like the 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 you're just a boy lost the breakup moment will be like Florida and Fresh Out the Slammer, um, and which is right in the middle of the album. Oh, this is um, but um, yeah, Fresh Out the Slammer is interesting, obviously because of. You know, he can be my jailer. <laughs> oh, my um, gosh. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Oh um, and then Clara Bow. I saw some tweets about this. I didn't I didn't know who Clara Bow was. But I, I actually think that Clara, Clara Bow is going to be the, 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 the bow that ties the album up. Because it's, it's the last track of the standard version. And yeah. the manuscript is, like, the bonus track. So... And it's interesting, so this tweet, this person said that Claire Bow is known for having a fun and affable personality. Bow suffered from an overloaded work schedule, celebrity scrutiny, and lingering traumas of her upbringing. She had been associated with a number of men off screen, and her romantic life became the object of much hurtful speculation and gossip, including a pamphlet put forth by an assistant with stories of Bo's relationships. In 1931, she had a breakdown and entered sanitarium. <sighs> and then oh my another thing that I saw about Clara Bow was um, Clara Bow uh, had a nervous breakdown. She got married and had her husband deny that they were married for the sake of privacy and never acted in films again after she made enough money to stay out of Hollywood. Um, oh my god! So it's it's it's. I feel like it's gonna be talking about like the person that Joe wanted, wanted us, wanted um, Taylor to be. See with that. Kind of thing. See if this was like, if we weren't in, expecting any re-recordings after this, like with that with that story, like how mad would it be if she just dropped this and was like, "Yeah, that's my last project," and like uh, this is me like it would be so retiring, sad. and this is me. Like, this has gotten, like, a lot, and it's, like, way too much that, like, it's crazy, and it's, like... Because... But I'm wondering the timeline, if we're doing a timeline for it, like, I wonder where... If Matty's going to be mentioned in this at all. And if where he'll be mentioned. I... I because... I, I feel like he will. Because that Clara Bow stuff as well is, like, a lot of speculation about, like, obviously who she was dating and stuff and, like, and, like all that stuff. So, like, I wonder if that's also going to be part of the album or if this is like written and this is finished or written before my stuff came into the picture yeah another i don't know we'll see another tidbit about clarabo by the way that i saw on twitter um shout out to twitter for helping <laughs> me get everything um that clarabo has a, a star on the hollywood walk of fame um and her star is on the corner of sunset and vine <gasps> oh my and gosh. then sunset and vine you ruined my life by not being mine and on the back of the album it's like i love you it's ruining my life <laughs> oh my how does she like how i don't get this woman how it's does insane. she do this <laughs> like can you imagine yeah. being her for one day just like being in her brain and just being like like what it's... like how it's crazily weirdly connected um yeah <laughs> i was just looking at like anyway. the manuscript definition there 
and there's uh, just to see if there was mm-hmm. like a something that would like sort of tie up but it is generally it's just like an offer's handwritten or typed text that has not yet been published so it's like it maybe it's just talking about like a story that like like writing up the story that Hand hasn't been up. published yet and this has it been published like this is like the, the story yeah. pretty much but we'll see wow. we'll see what it is i um i think that would make sense for the manuscript but i need it now it's crazy i know april 19th we will definitely do like a two hour long video analyzing every single track so subscribe um you know stay tuned at the podcast if you're listening there for that um we're really excited for this album um i think we also wanted to talk about the parallels of the back of the album with lover and how it's like a similar jack do you want to talk about that so the the back of lover um i will show on the screen is like her with so she's facing with her um her right side towards the like the back cover right um and her her Mm -hmm. um and this is like a it's like a side shot and on the back cover of of um, the tortured poets department, um, she has in sort of the same position, but she's like all crunched over, like the colours fading, um, like her eyes are closed, and it's like such a parallel parallel to like lover, and the way they like the way they sort of like worded it is like well the way they put it like how you can do how people do on Twitter they put like text picture text picture. I said I love you and then the second one's like I, I, you said nothing back and it's like it's so sad um it's just the parallels of them and it's sad because obviously Lover was like we'd never seen Taylor write an album like Lover before dedicated to one person that much and the fact that this is like if this was intentional which I think it would have been like being such a parallel back cover to Lover is just even sadder because it's yeah. like it fully is closing off the the relationship and um, when this was first announced, we got the front front cover. I definitely, I didn't, I thought it was going to be more of like a folklore, ever more like sister type album, um, and we were going to see like some yeah, collaborations that we'd sort of seen on Evermore before, and like maybe a couple other from like artists that are more like in that like vibe. The more like parallels that we're seeing against Lover and the lyrics and all that we're seeing, and and is really sad because I think it just sums up the whole. Oh, like, and it's gonna be. It's going to be so much more, like, than... It's going to be so, so, so much more when we get the album. Like, think about how many lyrics that are in these tracks that have parallels. It's going to be freaking heartbreaking. It's going to ruin my life, I think. (laughs) I I now wonder if we're going to get So Long London as a surprise song at London. Like, last night. Oh, my God, last night London. That would be so good, yeah. Oh, I don't. It's nice because it opens like, up the opportunity of getting these songs and stuff. If we ever, do you think she'll do an era for it? Um, honestly, I doubt she's gonna do an era for it. I think, I think if she wanted to do like a proper tour for this album, she would have planned around that, and like they would have planned the tour dates around that as well. Like she wouldn't have agreed to doing like more dates after August. Yeah. Um, like she has so i don't think we're gonna get another another segment i think you know just surprise songs will definitely get them a surprise song and i think this is gonna be like the kind of album that she doesn't tour she just she's putting it out there to tell her story about the joe stuff and like i'm assuming this is work she's very proud of and she wants to share it with the world but it's more for her um and then her next album after the re-records will probably be like a full cycle 
like fleshed out um promotion wise with a whole tour kind of album that's so exciting my guess no that is that's exciting which i'm really excited for too and also another note is that the album's release date is on April 19th and the American Revolution begins on April 19th, which is hilarious. She's really, she's really like, I hate the British people now. <laughs> I, I just love it. It's so funny. And also, there has to be something said about how she's announced this, like, instead of Rep, and Rep was also another album that was, like, really, like, heavily related to, like, Joe and, like, her, their relationship. And it's, like, She's been like, nah, fuck that. I'm releasing like something that's like full on opposite left field. She's so good at like this stuff. Like, I don't know how she does it, but really excited. Um, yeah, honestly, I have no other words other than like this is just gonna be an exciting release. But yeah, I'm so excited, and we'll be back next week. We'll talk about all the Grammy stuff. We had to release this video now because of this exciting news, but we promise we'll go through our grammys predictions and everything next week so stay tuned for that stay tuned for we'll talk about everything else that gets revealed about this album later for sure as well so thank you for watching yeah, thanks so much for watching take care bye bye <laughs>